So excited to have you here. And all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Planet Zoom. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund, and today we have an amazing human being that I had the pleasure of meeting for the first time yesterday. And as I was hearing a little bit about her story and all that she's done, not only in the world, but around the world, I'm just mesmerized by our guest today, Irina. How are you doing today? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk to you. You're such an amazing host with great energy, incredible questions always, you know. So thank you for thank you so much for having me here. Well, before we get into all the questions, and I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about the film Vino Royale, but I want to know, what are you grateful for today and why? I'm grateful for being here in Los Angeles. This is such a dream place to be full of opportunities, full of amazing people. And uh, this what I feel right now. It's an amazing sunny weather. And um, I'm about to, you know, go after our interview and setting up things for my preview event for my community that I'm organizing. It's a women community called Anima. And I'm very grateful to have my family and my friends supporting me in this cause. And it's going to be amazing. And I shared with you when we met that I, when I lived in LA, I got to meet a lot of people from Russia because the Russian community is huge in Los Angeles. And some of the most amazing, just badass people that I've ever met in my life came from Russia, just happened to meet in LA, some I'm still friends with uh, and talk to every once in a while. I love that community that's in its very tight knit. Now, um, your, your event that you have coming up, though, is not just Russians. You have people from no. all over the world. Where yeah. this inner, you have, you have a genuine love for people all over the world. And in my experience, and Russians, you know, for the most part will stick together, but you have a truly heart for people all over the world. What inspired that in you? Uh, I would rather call myself a person with a diverse background because I was born in Russia. I, I was educated in London. Then I moved to the United States. And as a touring singer, I was visited so many countries with my performances. So that's why, of course, I'm not sticking to just, I would not say just Russian or this Russian speaking audience because uh, the mission that, uh, uh, that I'm, kind of like going for in my community is way bigger than just one nation, just one language. I wanted this to be universal as music language, you know? So that's why. That is so beautiful. That is such a cool answer. So let's get into the movie. Who would you pick to play your role in the wild adventure of Lori and Stetson in Vino Real and why? That's a good question, actually. I um, I think I would rather play a role, the head of this, you know, Italian family. <laughs> I love this power, you know, if, if we consider this to be a woman, why not? You know, 
like a woman that is a head of a family, a very well-known family of this Italian mafia and all that stuff that can that needs to make very tough decisions between like you know these cross-cultural things and problems solving conflicts. So I think I I would see myself somewhere near this kind of role. I like it. Which scene from Vino Royale left you at the edge of your seat and why? Let me think. Uh, I think that there, there were so many captivating moments just because that the movie is so much different from the other movies. I really love the fact that it's kind of giving a space to think about some things and all those scenes with music, with amazing score, I really love it. It brings you into the atmosphere and vibe and give you, uh, it gives you the space to think about, you know, to reflect on your own feelings and thoughts and maybe like um, jump on the journey back in the days on your life so you can, you know, relate to many situations. And I really love uh this style of movies and about the scene i actually i actually love this the final scene when it's you know when the conflicts was um, uh, resolving and we see you know the whole family gathering at the dinner and it was such a you know um tense atmosphere there so yeah this i think was the most vibrant one for me i like that answer a lot actually um you know in my own life i even though i have a lot of regrettable decisions i wouldn't change anything about my past because of how i get to use it now but it's always fun to look at certain situations and go, you know, maybe if I could redo that, I wouldn't do that. So if you could change one decision made by Lori and Vino Real, what would it be? I don't think that she did something wrong actually, but maybe she should come like a little bit earlier, you know, to have more time to get to know family and uh, just to become their friend. Yeah, like the actual friend of the family and maybe, you know, considering um, that fact that the father of this family, he was sharing his story about his daughter and about his, you know, like past and everything. So he was opening, opening a little bit more in the final scene. So that's why I'm, I'm thinking that if she comes a little bit earlier so they get to know each other better maybe the father of the family will open more would open more would have opened more and um it would give her more opportunities you know back in that story and also in the future for america and these gangs in new jersey and all that stuff so i'm going to give you henning's job and henning writes all of the films but if you were tasked with writing the follow-up sequel to Vino Royale, what would be the next adventure for Lori and Stetson? I would say that it, I, I would make it more, more epic and bigger. So I would say that um, 
I would transfer it to other countries as well. Uh, maybe to Latin America, maybe have some connections with other gangs. Yeah, maybe with some political situations involved. You know, maybe I would say like this pandemic and this COVID situation was made by Italian gangs as well. <laughs> so let us like just like throw back mm, a little bit and uh, see how she can save the world uh, for not bringing another pandemic, you know, to this planet. So yeah, something like that. Make it more epic, more even more cross-cultural. I love the idea of this, you know, bringing these nations together, like Italian and American, and see how they um, behave with each other, how they interact with each other. But bringing it even to more, um, you know, scale, involving like maybe Latin Americans and maybe French. And what about Russia? Let's, let's get Russia and the United States to get along. Okay, so that? so let's let's leave Russia alone. It's it's <laughs> a big subject see, right now. It's I want to see peace right between Russia and the United States. I want to yeah, see him do, get along. It'll me never too. happen, but I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm on the on the side as well. So yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting to see for sure. Yeah. Right, it would be like a Rocky remake, but with Dirt Merchant's films. And yeah, anyway, um, if you could, if you could have one prop, like you know, what prop mm -hmm. from the set of Vino Royale, what would it be? A house. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they had a very very beautiful house i love the binary you know and the scenery the view from the house and the uh this medieval century homes always you know was a part of something that i was dreaming about i'm i gotta i want to like break the third wall here and tell you i'm really impressed with how well you remember the film uh, some of the people that have been in the movie don't remember it as well as you do. So you're you're doing a fabulous job uh, having just watched this movie one time and your takeaways are great. So I, I'm really, really loving your insight. But if you had to face the New Jersey mob like Lori, who would be your partner in crime and why? I would say a president of the United States. Really? Yes. Why, why, why not? Let's. I mean, like, let's change the plot. It's this way. Let's. <laughs> I. I love. You know, I love scaling things. I love bringing things to. You know, some kind of epic situation, epic um, finals, and why not? If uh, if I need to think, I need to think bigger, right? So. Yeah. I was born in a small town in Russia. Now I'm here in Los Angeles. So if you ask me this question, who would be my partner in crime? The president, of course. With president, we can do big things. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really, really good answer that I would not have thought of. <laughs> I would have thought of some other mischievous mob boss, you know, to, to counter out, counteract the other mob. I, I would not have thought president. So there you go. I, I love your answer. So <laughs> you. how, 
How would you handle the twisted predicaments faced by the characters in Vino Royale? I, like personally, I didn't see any twisted things there. So the music in this movie, it's actually another character, another main character, because it brings you to a certain state of mind. It gives you, it drives the narrative of, of the whole movie. So that's why when you see that the music supports the whole plot of this movie. Another good answer. I like that. So, okay. So you're like, and having watched this film, you've had some great takeaways from it, but what was, a, what was there anything in the film that you could relate to your personal life and like your story up and coming to where you are now? Did you, were you able to relate in any way? Yes, 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 for sure. I, I, I got this answer. So um, when Lori first came to the vineyard, everybody thinks that she's just a model, you know. I got this in my life so many times because I'm a very serious girl doing many, you know, great things with a great vision and mission. And, uh, you know, I'm approaching people, uh, looking forward to, you know, pitch my business ideas, talking about some business metrics, revenue channels, PNL, and uh, all of these kind of, you know, numbers and uh, metrics. And people are like, oh, you're so beautiful. You should go and model somewhere. I was like, look, I'm not about it. I'm here to talk about my business. So let's talk business here. Let's not talk about like uh, that I'm a, a good model or, or should I, you know, go and be modeling. And this is also a part of uh, my mission in my community as well to make, to help women become more marketable, credible and visible. I want to ask you something, and this is off, I'm completely off script now because you said something that reminds me of what it was like for me to watch my mother as a kid. My mom was Mrs. America. Uh, she was a model as well. And I watched a lot of people, including my own father, look at my mother as just a beautiful woman, but didn't take into consideration that she was actually brilliant, very smart, very shrewd, tough, honest businesswoman. But she didn't get credit for that because we're like, oh, she's just a dumb blonde. She's a pretty blonde. You're not blonde, but you are a model. And it's I obvious was. that you're a model. <laughs> so I want to ask you something from your perspective. What is it like to not be taken seriously because you're a beautiful woman and just like, let's forget the fact that you have a brain, okay? And that you're a brilliant businesswoman. What is it like to only, to not be taken serious because you're so pretty? Uh, this is another side of being beautiful. And that's why I'm telling other people when they say, oh, you know, you got so many things in your life and you're so lucky just because of your appearance, just because you look like that. And I always reply that sometimes the having the look that I have, like naturally, this is thanks to my mom and dad. Uh, it's also a disadvantage for me on the business side because like you said sometimes um, people do not take me seriously talking about some um 
you know, like serious thing um, about some grounded things about business, about financials, about investments and all of that stuff. So this is all about being ready to validate your ideas, being uh, ready to stand up for your ideas. And that's why it's very important to know how to use your voice, how to use your voice in this case to speak up for yourself. And this is also the subject that we are concentrating on in my community as well, because females, women, they all should have this voice. They need, need to know how to express themselves, how to express themselves correctly, to be more credible, to be more marketable, and to allow other people, you know, um, just this approach to be more serious for them. I love that. Um, I would like, this is, this is a two-part ending. I, one, want you to give, I want you to speak to all the young women out there that are not, that are being taken for granted, that are not being taken serious. They're just being looked at as arm candy or whatever it may be. They're not being respected for who they really are. I would like for you to deliver a, a message to them. And also, I want you to end with plugging your event, your business, and anything else that you want. The floor is yours. Thank you. So I would like to say that we are here in this world because we are need to pursue our own mission and vision and express who we are. And don't afraid to be yourself. You are unique. And you just need to find your true voice identity that could be a bridge from your inner self and what people hear from you. And this is what we are talking about. This is uh, what we are talking about in our women community. Um, I always help other people to express their true self and true identity through their voice. And um, at our preview event here in Los Angeles, we're gonna explore more opportunities, more avenues for women to shine, to bring this inner superstar to life. Even if you're a mom, even if you're a working mom, even if you're a real estate agent, uh, I don't know, like a beauty salon owner, you are a superstar. You're here to shine. You're here to express yourself and motivate other people. Yes. So this is all about it. This is all about it being more visible, about knowing who you are, being, not being afraid to express who you are. This is the time right now because we are all superstars. We all have our cell phones, our social media, we all have our following. And this is the, the moment to express yourself and make this world a better place. Mm, so good. All right, please plug where people can find you, your website, social media. You can find me as Isha on Instagram. And I would love to share more details about the event once we have them. So I would love to see every woman and also every man 
who can advocate like you, like you, Joshua. You're such an amazing advocate for women empowerment. So we would love to see everyone who is interested in this mission and this mission of self-expression, because this is what matters the most. This is what makes you happier each day when you pursue your true mission, when you express your true identity to others and unleashing your inner superstar. That's it. So good. You're such a blessing. I am so grateful for your time and I look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love talking to you. You're such a great host. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That is Planet Zoom, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Please tell a friend and go out and support Irina. Thank you. God bless you all and see you soon. Thank you.